Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Having the best day ever because I yelled at a racist on the phone today. You did? I did, and I called him up to yell at him on the phone. Tell me all about that's it, please, what and you thank you. I w- Okay, Settler, calm down. (laughs) I would would like more details, please, and thank you. The pastor of the Matuoka Baptist Church in Oshaleta, Oklahoma. Oh, well, that I mean, that's that's the first warning right there. He dressed up in blackface last month. Oh, no. Yeah, just for the heck of it. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking 1973. We're not talking the 90s. We're not talking he was subbing in for Robert Downey Jr. on that one movie that we're all given a pass. No, Mm. he did it at the, um, what do you call the stand the preacher hands behind, stands behind? Uh, The the, the, the lectern? The lectern, the podium, if you will. (laughs) Whatever it is. He stood there in blackface. And thought it was okay. So I wow, called him up and said, no, no, sir. That under, is not okay. Under what context? Uh, he was pretending to be Ray Charles. Hmm. Which, you know, I, too, love Ray Charles. I had a friend one time who thought it would be funny to go as Sister Mary Clarence for Halloween. Okay. From Sister Act. And I was like, that's also kind of a funny idea, but um, you probably shouldn't do that. Well, yeah, but he did it anyway. Here's the thing. If the only thing that you can capture about Ray Charles in your costume is his blackness, yeah. you need to know Ray Charles better. Well, you know, get some glasses. Do the head thing. Do, play you know? piano. Play piano. Fucking exactly. play, play piano Sing. good. Put out dozens of hit records. <laughs> Spend 20 years learning <laughs> piano. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hilton, we are here in the middle of the week for an extra bonus episode. That explains why I did not just eat breakfast an hour ago. That's right. The, yeah. It is not 10 a.m., so it is more appropriate to talk about yucky stuff, whereas on our like last episode, pastors. someone had a big problem with talking about yucky stuff at 10 a.m. He didn't like the yucky stuff at 10 a.m. He was getting adjusted <laughs> to the morning. I have a feeling that this week's guest is going to be a lot more fun. Much more it. chill. Please welcome Natasha Ferdinand, everybody. Thank you for coming on the show. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? It is good. Also, would not deaf blind people not be upset? So I forgot what Ray Charles was for a second. And I got to tell you, I I kind of thought about that too because Ray Charles, you know, he he has very, very, uh, I I don't know, iconic, very noticeable head movements, and it's partially because of of how he feels the music as an you know an unsighted person performing. Uh, And yeah, I I did wonder that as I was talking about that. Like, maybe I'm kind of dipping into another kind of offensiveness there. Yeah, is there like a, is like blind face? (laughs) Blind people don't have a cool saying for when someone steals For when someone's doing them, like pretending to be them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Military people have like stolen valor. Sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. When you steal something else, you don't get really a cool name for it. It's just those two. Like fake sight or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but even that's like, it's, it's not, it doesn't give it the... Yeah, like stolen valor. Like you took it, you took something that meant something well, from and, them. And here's the deal. Okay, like let's say I want to dress up like Ray Charles uh, for Halloween, but obviously I'm not going to do blackface because I am a thinking, feeling human being. And uh, I, I decided I'm going to go with the glasses. Maybe I'll wear like a, like he used to wear a suit on stage sometimes. Maybe I'll wear a suit. And I'm going to have a little keyboard that kind of like hangs from my shoulders. And maybe I'm going to do a little head action, okay, to show that I'm a blind man singing. Next year, to be fair, that could go Stevie Wonder or 100. Ray Charles. <laughs> one hundred. Well, the dreads would be Stevie. I think the way you make cool. it. Huh. See, Ray Charles yeah. is you pick a specific outfit. You okay. do the Gene Belcher of it. I don't know if you guys watch Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute, but, but yeah, Gene Belcher. He'll always he dressed up like Queen Latifah at the 
award ceremony for mm-hmm. something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does like it's a like full, like, specific, specific outfit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. Do the clothes. Do something else iconic. Yeah. Or, but I'll tell you what. Here's, oh, here's what sorry. I'll say, though. If I did that, the mm-hmm. head shake thing, mm-hmm. or that, the, whatever whatever that is, I don't know. And forgive me, listeners, for, for not being more knowledgeable about that. And then the following year, a coalition of disabled folks come out and say, no more. You cannot do that. I'll own it. I'll totally own it. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, yeah, no shit. I did that. It was wrong. And now I know, and I'm going to be better because that's what we do. Yeah, you say, I didn't know then, you know? but I do know now. Yeah. And that's called that's growing as a human person. Tina Fey had two episodes of 30 Rock with Blackface. And so what happened is, as we have started to uh, gain an empathy for the problems with that kind of portrayal, she took them off the air. Jimmy it's, Kimmel did it. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel used, oh, to, used to do, do Carl, Carl Malone. Malone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he owns it. He admits it's wrong and he moves on. That's all he yeah. got to do. He's like, I should have just done the voice. This pastor easily could have just been like, you know what? I thought it was a good idea, but now I'm seeing he, the Southern Baptist Convention now disown that church. The Southern Baptist Convention is lot. also evil. You got to do a lot for those motherfuckers to be like, yeah. hey, too oh, much. Yeah. Anyway, I'm calling the guy back tomorrow. Hell yeah. I yeah. love it. Can we do it like a, a, a conference call? <laughs> we should start calling him on air. Actually, that's a fucking great idea. We could do that. And just, but like actually try and get explanations out of him. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably just, he, he tried to explain it to me. He was rather nice on the phone. I will give him that. Uh-huh. You could tell he was doing this for attention because he immediately rolled into why he thought it was okay, almost like a canned statement. I'd like to point to a sub problem, though, with like uh, dressing up like for stuff like that. Like, let's take out the context of the church thing and let's just say we're talking about Halloween. Okay. Right? At this point, if you're dressing up as Ray Charles, you missed the boat. Like, it's not a time, it's not a reference that people are going to really, you know what I mean? Oh, like, it's just, it's too old a reference. Yeah, okay. like maybe when Jamie Foxx played him, you could have done it for a year or two and gotten away with it again. But now it's so far removed from the zeitgeist that there's enough young people that are like, who the fuck is Ray Charles? Yeah. You I know, which is kind of sad, but... <laughs> I think enough people know about old people doing stuff because mm-hmm. we all have Spotify and that has everything. <laughs> Fair, yeah. But I think it's more like if you're gonna do something, why not try to do it well? Why is it? Oh, true. You know, it's not gonna work out. You're not gonna <laughs> nail it. There's yeah. no. I don't know. Even if you're like, oh, I'm not a bigot. It's like, yeah. You know, inherently, people are gonna get upset about this. So yeah. it has to be either you're being a bigot or you're trying to get a rise out of people or. Do something. I don't know why, but yeah, and I've never been a fan of like, that. Get a rise. This for is the, the sake time of, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and I'm just. You're not going to bridge that gap. I don't Mm-mm. think it's ever going to work. Yeah, no. It's not going to be a good portrayal. So, no. so either don't do it or just move on to something yeah. else. What yeah. was it? Uh, uh, just speaking of like people not getting the reference, like two was two. Yeah, two Halloweens ago that I tried to go as uh, Ned Flanders. Okay, yeah. And fucking nobody. Not one person. Yeah. Was like, hey, Flanders, like nobody. Were you like I, full green sweater? Like, yes, I had everything: the gray pants, black shoes, the the pink uh, uh, collar over the green sweatshirt, my face. <laughs> yeah, I think you nailed it. I mean, granted, fat Flanders, so you had to do that. Like, I think maybe I looked like more like halfway between Flanders and Peter Griffin that people were confused. Okay. Yeah, like Peter Griffin at Christmas time. I think, or and some people were kind of giving me a look like, "Who the fuck brought their youth pastor to this?" <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I mean, obviously, I, I was a huge Simpson fan for at one time, but I will admit, 
It's been years since I watched an episode. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I realized that it was that genuinely people weren't, it wasn't clicking. People weren't getting it. And it wasn't as ubiquitous not as it was exactly. 20 years ago. It's not as, yeah. I did a rewatch recently, but it was more like homework than it was anything else. I was yeah. like, what is, what are the Simpsons writers like think like that's oh, funny? Okay. Like, what I is backgrounding and all them people oh, like, like that. think is funny right. at the moment? It's always dated. And it's not For their fault. Sure. They're they're working on a medium that requires like time and effort. And whereas you know, stand up or even Twitter is just like right here, right now. So that's the yep. biggest downfall. Yeah. I think like all the new Futurama. Have you guys watched the new Futurama? No, mm-hmm. not yet. It is a constant reference to 2020. Like, oh, wow. well, there's an episode where Zap gets canceled. Didn't even watch that one because mm. I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> there's one where it was like a whole COVID uh, pandemic allegory kind of thing, oh, and it's wow. just. It's all super dated. I'm like, yeah. just do things that like Futurama always sound, Futurama early season seems timeless. Like yeah. it doesn't have like it's referencing. No, you're anything. absolutely right. But yeah. now they're trying to be like culturally relevant. And I'm like, just do what you're doing before. You're like yeah. you're critiquing on like things that are universal. Don't go yeah, for like yeah. the I don't know. That was one of the great things about that show was them setting it where they set it. It it kind of let them not be uh handcuffed to you know, um, yeah, timely what? references or, or uh, you know, yeah, it's very depressing seeing like, like you the could, future is just the same. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could like bring it like they brought in pop culture references here and there, but they weren't as tied to the time. Yeah, what happened as, to the plot about like an alien that being near it makes you dumber? You know, like yeah. there, there were some cool plots now on that I'm show. I'm going to leave for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they re reference. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep talking about the Futurama no, episodes, but they were. Talking about Nibbler, and they were like, did the bit where they're like, we forgot you can talk. But yeah. they remember that he can talk because he's going stupider. Like, they're making him stupid again. And so I think they, I think that ended with him canonically being stupid forever now. Oh, okay. Because he gets, like, butt mites or something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Butt mites? Yeah, or, like, <laughs> okay. you know, like, worms or something like mm-hmm. that. Butt mites, I do kind of think that's a good idea. I think that's fun. But Futurama <laughs> in general, and all that, like, <laughs> no, not in general, in Futurama, her Futurama plot line instead of a pandemic. I, I like the idea of butt mites. That sounds fun. <laughs> it does seem like Matt Groening's whole thing is like the same stuff is happening throughout all the centuries, like Disenchanted, Simpsons, yeah, Futurama. Yeah. It's like we're all the same. It's always the same. Nothing changes. It's the most. Yeah. It's like of. he's ultimately Buddhist about the whole thing. He's like cycles <laughs> through it. I hope that it's something you know, kind of spiritual and and bigger than 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 us than that the idea of uh, of cycles repeating throughout nature and throughout the cosmos and not just he's not that smart a man is running out of ideas you know? mm. everything is cyclical yes Possibly. i also didn't finish no. disenchanted so yeah i didn't either actually Whoops. yeah I, I only made it a few episodes to be honest i now oh, i watched through a few seasons but i did not do the last season mm. yeah yeah i, watched I, I didn't the get whole through a season. season i liked it it was just you know it's Matt Groening has a style, and, Very and now he's we've seen it in many forms through many characters, and there's mm-hmm. there's similar tropes, and you know. I but do you think he's actually being that hands on at this point? He's probably just oh, like, a good point. It's his wife. Yeah, right you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like he's just signed off on them using his art style, right? Yeah. And the rest is kind of everybody else. I kind of hope so. Yeah. I mean, once you make it that big, you should get yeah, to sit rest back, ch- a take little. a check. Let let your empire thrive. <laughs> Do the George Lucas version. Get those Icarumba checks. He actually yeah. probably does have enough content. You could just funnel that into an AI and it'd be pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, the Simpsons episode, that's like, that's not going to be too hard. It's very formulaic. It's been around since. Oh, yeah. The Natasha, what year were you 60s? born? Uh, 1997. Okay. The best year for me. 97. I mean, that's the year Castlevania Symphony that I came out. So, yeah, no, no argument there. 
97 find something really great in every genre of media in 1997. 97 was a fun year. Yeah. I was 16. Yeah. I was going ham. Mm-hmm. 18, I just become a man. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Oh, by 16, I I was busy. I was busy. Getting busy? Yeah, man. No, you weren't. I was doing, yeah. Hilton. <laughs> I did everything early. 16-year-old Michael getting busy? I lost my virginity at 14. I mean, me too, but I don't With know. With a name like Zampino, I mean, it's just coming in left and right. You know, it, <laughs> With a name like Zampino. I only wish. It's got to be good. <laughs> uh, you know, I learned to be funny at a very young age. To, yeah. to make up for the fact that I wasn't conventionally attractive. Yay, hey But fuck all that dumb shit. I hate it. Um, anyways, we watched uh, trailer. Oh, what I was going to ask, and I'm re- the, the reason I, I brought up your age, when I said I carumba, I just had that moment of like, do you remember how apeshit the country went for something as little as I carumba or eat my shorts and we collectively lost our minds and we're like, nothing could be funnier than a little yellow spiky-haired kid saying, eat my shorts and I carumba. Talking back to his And parents. don't have a cow, man. Remember that one? Yeah, parents hated Bart Simpson. Yeah, they did. They thought he was the antichrist come home. And meanwhile, all us young kids were like, oh, man, he talks back to his parents. He doesn't care what he says. His kid is awesome. Yeah. And parents thought it was going to be like the downfall of society. And honestly... Maybe they were right. It feels so tame now, right? Yeah. Like, don't, don't have a cow, man. I definitely think Jackass ruined more of society than Bart Simpson did. Okay. I, I think that we had... Uh, but maybe you couldn't have Jackass without Bart Simpson. Well, we That's had, we had Beavis and Butthead was like the, fil- the, the first buffer like, that made our parents go, maybe The Simpsons isn't so bad. Because then Beavis and Butthead came out and it was objectively worse. And then our parents were like, okay, you can watch The Simpsons, but don't watch Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember not technically not being allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. And then I remember like we had other shows around the same time. Like I remember some families didn't allow Ren and, Ren and Stimpy because oh, of yeah, all the gross out here. So humor. gross. I did. I just didn't like Ren and Stimpy. That stuff was really. I remember like, too uh, gross. I had a lot of friends that were like, "I hate Ren and Stimpy," and I was like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> Those close-ups, man. You were don't know off-putting. comedy. Also, back to your Simpsons point. I my. My quote unquote small generation in that little gap would have probably been blocked from like Family Guy and mm-hmm. American Dad because okay. that's what my mom, my mom didn't had like. never watched Family Guy and we went to a and I had watched like just started watching I just got that privilege of mm-hmm. being like I can watch what I want okay we went to a house party and it's this random <laughs> it's the random episode where Lois turns out to be a porn star or shoot up porn or oh whatever. yeah okay. and back in the church. day right yeah, yeah. it's like the, one of the good like I say good it's one of the, like the early episodes. And someone opens lipstick and to reapply it, yeah. the zoom in and the cut makes it look like it's Brian's dick. Oh wow! And so it looks like a dog's penis. And my, I remember looking as it at it as the party's going on around me. Everything's like slowing down, and I just know my mom's eyes are on me. And I look <laughs> over, and she just across the room mouths, "You're not watching the show anymore." And I, <laughs> and I just was like, "Yeah, there was no way I was getting out of that one." Just yeah. Yeah. Like, well, enjoy it while I got it. A little red rocket porn, then ain't gonna work. Yeah. Did you uh, come from a religious home? Or? Oh, super religious. Okay. Uh, dad's side was Pentecostal. Mom's side was uh, Muscogee Nation, Southern Baptist. Flavored. Oh, okay. We had like a little Indian church. Or okay. Okay. So native on mom's side or both? Uh, mom's side. Okay. Dad's side's the classic <coughs> white mix, I think. Okay. See, I grew up, uh, you know, class- classic, uh, archaic Italian Catholic. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Uh, that'll 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 turn you into an atheist real quick. 
German Jew with the self-loathing to boot. Hey, that's why I think we uh, go together, man. Old Italians and old Jews, they're, they're the same person. It's true. It's true. <laughs> different food, same person. Uh, same amount of guilt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different food. Uh, you know, maybe maybe have a little more guilt, just thinking about it. <sighs> maybe a little no, more. No, no, no. I mean, uh, the, the guilt that they uh, uh, push on to their, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not the guilt they have. Okay. I feel like it's the that, opposite. Uh, sorry, no, I wasn't, I wasn't meaning to uh, imply that. Yeah, it's true. The Catholics got a lot of guilt, too. Yeah, they're like, well, they're, it's opposite. They're like, actually, God said it's cool. Like, as long as you confess, World War II? No, we don't actually talk about World so War II. As long as you confess, you gotta go. You gotta go confess. You gotta go tell uh, tell somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, hey, I, uh, hey, I did a, I, I did a sex whoopsie. <laughs> That's what I'm telling my therapist tomorrow. That you did a sex did whoopsie. A sex whoopsie. <laughs> hey, I did a sex whoopsie, and I need some uh, ointment. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't tell you about that. <laughs> She'd be like, get out of my office. <laughs> yeah, I was just imagining telling the preacher. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be like, oh, I've got some back in my study. Come on. Father, uh, Father, forgive me. I have sinned. I uh, got an itchy on my uh, no-no spot. <laughs> the Enfield Poltergeist. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the trailers we watched today. There was actually a movie about the Enfield Poltergeist. Man, for a minute I was like, what the hell did you just say to Did me? you want a seizure? Yeah. Uh, Could not tell you the first word in that uh, movie en- title. En- I just en- knew it was Enfield. a Poltergeist. Yeah, right? Enfield. Yeah. Enfield. Yeah. Like yeah. Renfield without the R. Uh, and I guess there was a couple of Enfield poltergeists, uh, but this is a documentary about the actual exorcism that happened back in the day. But there were several movies made of it earlier in time. Oh. Yeah. So this is something that's actually been talked about before. But now this movie is kind of, a, it's like the visuals, the acting. Let me acting, see if I can find the other adaptations. Is a dramatization. But the audio is actual real audio from the... Um, the supposed exorcism. The exorcist, yeah. We'll say we'll say alleged exorcism. Yeah, there was a, a mini series in 2015. Before that, there was a TV movie in 2008. So this is okay. something that's been touched on a couple of times already. Hmm. And I got to tell you, that audio, that little bit of audio we heard in the trailer that was supposedly real, right, was creepy as hell. Oh, super, super spooky. The voice that is allegedly coming out of this 11 year old girl is. It sounds like a monster. And some might be like, well, did they have the technology to fake it back then? And I say to you... I don't know. Have you heard Metal by Pink Floyd? M-E-D-D-L-E? I mean, it's been a minute. Uh, they did the the spooky, uh, one of these days I'm going to cut you into little pieces voices. Okay. That's what that voice reminded me of. Is it, okay. you know, are you blaming metal music for this? No, no, no. So that's why I specified the, uh, the spelling of it. Is because M E D D L E, not M E T A L, because metal is awesome. Okay. And uh, the devil rules us all. Zampino thinks heavy metal is the devil's music, confirmed. No, it, it is, and it's it's kick-ass, but that's not what I was referencing. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I was referencing, could they make the spooky voice and fake it? And they could. Absolutely, they yeah, could. They could. They could. I mean, little girls are talented. You ever met there's, one? They just like can do little, they can do voices. I got a seven-year-old out there, man. She can do are, all sorts of weird stuff. They are kind of incredible. <laughs> little kids in general are, are pretty creative. Yeah. Sometimes, though. Yeah, some of them are stupid, but a lot of them are creative. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, hey, Eleanor, tell me a story, and uh, it can get pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true if I ask uh, you to tell me a story sometimes, though. Excuse me? I mean, not every story is perfect. I am a gifted orator, <laughs> so <we're... laughs> Okay, let's get into it. I want to see this real fucking bad. Uh, you know me. I'm a huge skeptic. I don't believe any of this uh, nonsense, but I love watching it. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I love trying this. to find the holes. I'm like the, the, you know, the skeptic watching the magician trying to, you know, trying to figure out the ruse. That's me with religion. <laughs> So you watch a lot of like document documentary like ghost hunter stuff? Not no, not ghost stuff, but uh I, I, I watch a lot of shit about like religions and and then just true crime, a lot of true crime stuff. Mm. Uh but a lot of Scientology shit too. Like, yeah. Cults and religion and <clears throat> I think they're all cults, but that's just me. Yeah. Do you guys think you could get through a cult like initiation without being like a man though? Oh, wow. Do you have that weird part of your brain where you're like, instead of like you can fight a big animal, you're just like nobody could ever mind trick me into anything. Oh, do you think I could like not fall for it? Yeah. Like actually infiltrate or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you think you could infiltrate a cult without being indoctrinated? I guess. I think so, and I'll I'll tell you why. Um, a couple of years ago, I'm 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 very high. Um, <laughs> and, and, and you know I'm I'm and and you know not not just marijuana. I'm really just just mm-hmm. out of my head on drugs and. It was one of those situations where, you know, I, I hadn't slept in like a day, you know, and we'd been partying and everyone's having a good time and there was live music and stuff. And it gets to the point where I'm just overtired, I'm undernourished, and I'm high AF. And I'm at the point where I'm kind of, the light <laughs> is bending in weird ways and I'm kind of mm. seeing stuff in the corner of my eyes. The kind of stuff that you might think is a person coming at you, mm-hmm. you know, and that, mm-hmm. that's a real thing, something you just catch, something catches your attention. But if I was like a, a, a real drug addict, maybe I'd start to wonder about like it's being a supernatural thing or spirits or ah. uh, I know the speed freaks call it like shadow figures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know about that. It was getting into that kind of territory. They come to me at night. But my my special. <laughs> Do you re- did you ever see that commercial? I don't think I did. They, they It was like an old man. Uh, well, here, let me finish. Okay. So, but And I remember seeing this stuff and we were camping at Mount the my Campfire. My secret visitors. And, and I remember thinking to myself very calmly that this was the effect of not enough sleep, of, you know, too much partying, of not enough good food. You know, I, I kept my wits about me, even though I knew that I was seeing these things. And I think a cult would be like that. I think I'd be able to hear the information, hear the indoctrination, the love bombing, all that stuff, and, and still be able to maintain the logic behind it. Like, this is what they're saying to try and get me to believe. So I, I, I want to give myself the benefit of the doubt on this one. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. yeah I've been, uh, I've been like so deep in, uh, in sort of like ever since I, you know, uh, left the Catholic church and 12, six, <laughs> 12 ish. So you already, uh, already beat one cult. Yeah, cult exactly. Yeah. Ever since then, I, I've been, so insanely interested in religion and why people believe in it and buy into it that yeah i think i'd be uh pretty safe but yeah never fucking know yeah uh and that's how they get you that's the thing about cults you got to remember is that they're not dangerous and threatening because they're bad at it you know it's because a lot of people seemingly smart educated competent people appear out of nowhere my secret visitors Appearing next to me in plain sight. Hallucinations and delusions. Oh. These are the unknown parts of living with Parkinson's disease. Yeah, now it gets really sad. (laughs) I don't mean to be awful, but thank God it said Parkinson's and not anything that I'm dealing with at home. Because that 
would have broke my fucking spirit today. Uh, my, my dad has Parkinson's. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, but that's how I, uh, you know, we, uh, you gotta have some levity. Yeah. So every day I'm like, Dad, are your secret visitors coming yet? <laughs> Don't you get a cat? They come to me at night, my secret visitors. Boy. Secret visitors is a better name than shadow people. Yeah, shadow people secret visitors is a cool band name. Yeah, yeah. secret visitors <laughs> is a decent comic book from Marvel Comics. Wait, is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to be like, damn. So much authority just came out. <laughs> well, Hilton knows comic books so in and out that, like, I would believe it. Yeah. But really, I, I just... basically, anytime he says anything about a comic book, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you could really fool me on some shit now that I think about I could. it. I'm going to next week. <laughs> well, now I'm watching for it. So who's directing Buster this uh, documentary? I guess. Yeah, I didn't see. Let's, let's pull that up. I'll get us back on the movie for a second. <clears throat> do you have a do you have a favorite documentarian? Oh God, no, I'm not that smart. I just I just wear glasses. So uh, I have two actually. Uh, I like uh, Joe Berlinger and I like uh, Alex Gibney. Okay, Alex Gibney is my favorite. What has he done that uh, our listeners might have known? Alex Gibney, yeah, uh, Going Clear. Okay. Uh, He's also he also did. Um, That's about getting enough water uh, so you pee, <laughs> so you don't have yellow. So pee. your pee pee is clear, <laughs> yeah. right? Is that what that's about? It's about making the most pure uh, meth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just like good. going as clear as possible. Yeah. He really went into Breaking Bad. He really got into it. And you know what? Good meth will not do. Uh, give you clear pee. So it's really it's one or the other, folks. He also did the the documentary about the um, the chick who did the the blood the. Ooh. The blood test machine fraud, the lady. Oh, I love her story. Yeah, the one so funny. <laughs> that's like being in talk. That's you're talking about the like smart people going into cults or whatever. Yeah. That's smart people and like scientists being like, yeah, we trust this person just because they're like charismatic and they're good looking. He also mm-hmm. did the uh, crime of the century, the one about the Sacklers. Okay, um, he's done a lot. He's done a lot. See, mea that- culpa. The Sacklers. That reminded me that I don't really watch documentaries. I just watch episodes of Last Week Tonight. Ah, that's a good show. That's why I do my learning. That is a good show. That's the best thing about that show is, and like that one, like John Stewart, like the ones that are like giving you real information while being genuinely fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. Do you ever watch uh, video essays like on YouTube and such? No, actually, I I can name those are probably more documentary. They call themselves documentarians. Some of them like Defunct Land. Okay, just talks about amusement parks and like mostly Disney World, but like. All the different like histories behind like different like rides that have come up and failed yeah. and like foods and shit like that. Okay, That's cool. probably got some good tried. stuff on uh, Action Park on the channel. I was gonna say we. Uh, oh, for sure. Have you seen that documentary about that? It's a what was it called? Action Park. It was a class a, action park. Was yeah. the name of the movie? Was yep. the name of the documentary? Uh, have you heard of that? No. So it was a documentary about uh, a park that Hilton actually had been to. A, a oh yeah, number in, of in times, New Jersey. Right? Yeah, a bunch of times as a kid. Yeah, and uh, didn't it die was there, but like, I don't go on coasters. So it was supposed to be like the most unsafe place on earth. What they they had like a fucking concrete slide that would just like launch people mm-hmm. and like. It was so nuts. Yeah, I remember it was like no one there understood physics. So I remember it was real the, dangerous. The, the part that made me laugh the hardest in the doc was uh, they were interviewing Chris um, Chris Gethard because uh, he grew up there too, and he was like he was talking about the story of the second person to drown in the wave pool, and he's like, <laughs> there should never get to a point where there's a second person who dives in the wave pool, right? <laughs> 
How intense were those waves? Like, I've been in wave pools where I've been, like, underwhelmed even like, as a small child. Yeah, no, yeah. apparently they were fucking rough and tumble. It was like a, a whitewater rafting wave pool. I like to think, though, that the guy that, like, oversaw that part of the park, though, like, when the second one happened, like, someone ran up to him and was like, Jerry, Jerry, you're never going to believe this. And he just turned and went, oh, no. Again. <laughs> like Jaws. <laughs> like, we told you you needed to close the park. Yeah, but you didn't listen. Why did you listen? It's the 4th of July. Yeah. There's families everywhere, Jerry. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to watch this. Did we got a release date on this bad boy? Uh, October 27th. Yeah. Oh, nice. Coming soon. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah. Right, right on there. the page. I like that. I like that he, uh, they put the information right there on there. Thank <laughs> you. That's good. That's my uh, my sober anniversary, October twenty oh, seventh. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. It'll okay. be my ten year. Man, all right. Well, so we can celebrate. We go to go see the uh, horror documentary on your um, living room television because it's Apple TV. I was gonna say we don't have to go anywhere because yeah. it's, it's right here. Yeah, I went somewhere this week. I went and saw some uh, Studio Ghibli at the Warren Theater. Did you? Oh, yeah. the new one, the boy and the heroine. No, not that one yet. Oh, okay. uh, they, they reshow all the classics. Oh, that's right. They're doing that little like fat like Ghibli studio. fest. Yeah, yep. I went with friend of the show Josh Boltz. Uh, we went and saw. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, hmm. which is a good one. No, nothing about it, yeah, obviously. I, I really expect more of a reaction. I'm so sorry, I'm guys. Sorry, I never watched it all the way through. Okay. I like started it, stopped it, came back to it, was halfway. Like It was a mess when I tried to watch it. Ghibli movies are interesting because they often end up in a radically different place than they start. So it's it's very much not the kind of movie that you can go into and be like, okay, I know what this is going to be about. You might have seen a few things in the trailer, but you don't got any clue what's going to happen. It's going to go in wild places. This one starts with a little girl in a hat shop during wartime, and it ends, and she's an old lady with a weird castle with chicken legs. I all mean, right. and that's, you know what? That's all I'm giving you. That's that's enough. Most of the time when you say uh, Ghibli, I think you're saying Jiggly, and I'm like, that's a funny name for a studio. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of Will Smith's um, 1995 hit. Getting Jiggly getting, with it. Getting Ghibli with it. Getting Ghibli with it. Yeah. Did to, you see to, the to, 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 <laughs> Sorry. Did you see the article that was like they kicked uh, Miyazaki out of the studio again because he tried to come back and make another movie? Mm -hmm. yeah. He keeps saying he's retiring and then he comes back with another idea. Mm. He's like, it's not my fault if I come up with really good ideas. Now it's a, now, and that's when you get that forced retirement. <laughs> well, and they're trying to get him to let his son uh, Goro Miyazaki uh, take but over. Goro? Goro. But obviously he with doesn't. Four on, the it, four well, that's what it is. He's so busy running the Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> <laughs> who knows if he'd have come That's like the only time I've ever, ever in my life heard that name is yeah. on Mortal Kombat. So to hear another person named yeah. Goro, I'm like, oh shit, does he have um, a bunch of arms? Uh -huh. But luckily, Shang Tsung is dead, so he is free now to go That's work good. for his father. That's good. Yeah, he's freelance. I found out about you. You mentioned that he that him he and his father his fight. Yeah. yeah, he hates his son. But he actually made. They, I guess they made up. That's why Ponyo was released. <laughs> Uh, oh the, really? The film Ponyo was supposed Ponyo. to be a uh, like a like a like when they did together. To his son. Or, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. They were they were they were. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, estranged for many years. Wait, who really should have done the apologizing here? Who uh, was well? Who I was mean, wrong. Based on the rough memory I have of reading uh, things about it on Tumblr and like various other like nerdy ways, mm -hmm. uh, I think Miyazaki was just. Really, just didn't like his son. I think Miyazaki had to apologize. Was just being a being a dick. I mean, like my son's not creative. He's not. He's not. Ah. <laughs> well, apparently there was one, th and I don't know if this is the whole story. I'm sure it's not. But there was one like incident that. where Goro was. There was a film that Miyazaki was asked to direct, and he wasn't able to do it, and he he said no. And they then turned to Goro and asked him to do it, and he took the job. 
And, and then he smashed all the cameras and the father, with his big old fist. <laughs> and then he, you know, ripped out uh, Kano's spine. Um, and then Hayao Miyazaki was apparently very angry with him because... Is that a, another family member? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Hayao apparently was, was... The way he looked at it was he had learned and trained and studied for decades right. to get where he had gotten. And for his son with so little experience to then take that job was disrespectful. Hmm. And I mean, that's not how I would ever view things here, but obviously, you know, culture there is differently. And, and you know, the conversations between a man and his son are not my place to comment. Ponyo sure? was his apology to his son. It was? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. Thank you, thank you for confirming that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, a little fuck you for not trusting me, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> well, it was more like I wanted you to did find... Say I didn't trust I think, myself. To be fair. I didn't trust myself. I was no. trying to find, like, what he said specifically, because I knew there were some really good burns in there. No, it's good. But I can't, I can't really find, like, direct quotes of what he said. But he was just like, yeah, just didn't like his filmmaking, whatever. <laughs> don't I'm be actually, mean to your kids. God damn it. I, you know, I don't know. Let me see their film first. Hilton, you don't get to wait. <laughs> I already know you'd be mean to your kids. Yeah, I mean, there's a track record to prove that. That's, I know. That's why we don't have kids anymore. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, though. You know, um, the movie was a lot of fun. <laughs> so go see Howl's Moving Castle. All right. Moving on. Uh, we watched one other trailer. Yeah, next goal wins. It's all about uh, soccer, American Samoa a soccer. A true story, yeah. This guy in the back here looks like Kyle Gass. Let's go say that. Oh, oh, shit, he does. Yeah, Glass, gas, what is it? Gas. Gas, it's gas. Okay. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, wow, he really does. It's like Samoan Kyle Gass. Yeah. Um, This looks funny. Uh, yeah, we, no, we, what I've, the first thing I said was it reminds me of like a like a modern day Cool Runnings. Yeah, uh, this is about American Samoa, apparently a bad soccer team, and they're training for competition. And it is going unexpectedly hilarious. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, usually a story like this is like um, a country that's not really native to a sport or, you know what I mean? Like Cool Runnings was like Jamaica. Jamaican Obviously, they don't know fuck all about bobsledding. Yeah. But soccer is like the most universal sport on earth because you can do it pretty much anywhere yeah. because everyone's got feet. And you can get a, you know, as long as you have that ball, yeah, you can do it pretty much anywhere. So most countries at least have knowledge of soccer. So this is more of just like a, you know, a classic like, all right, we're just going to take a team that doesn't know they're not, they're not good. This is underdogs. Got to make them good. This is what? This is uh, and Mighty it's based Ducks. And true story, right? So yeah, what, yeah. What yeah. year is it based out of? That's a solid question. It looked at least somewhat recent. Oh, 2001. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's about 20, 22 years ago. So are we saying that that's when soccer started? Uh, soccer was in invented in 2000. In a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. So, so it says the story of the infamous, infamously terrible American Samoa soccer team known for a brutal 2001 FIFA match. They lost 31 to zero. So oh. for, for folks at home, bit of a spoiler, uh, <laughs> you don't, it's not like, like American football where you get like six, seven points at a time. When you score, you only get one point at a time. And usually Whoa. there's not very many in a soccer game. Uh, if you see a team score like six goals, that's a lot. That's a lot for, for a soccer match. This feels a little 31? bit. Isn't there a point that where... comical. Wasn't there a point where the team that's winning should just lighten the fuck up? Mercy rule, man. Like yeah. At some point you're like... All right, hey, so listen, that just we're going to call it. No, that is a Little League thing. Okay. That is a Little League thing where you're like, we don't need to embarrass these kids anymore. This this isn't going to get any better. Yeah. Uh, 31. That's a lot. That is an insane amount. Yeah. 
But I mean, you know, if I was on a soccer team, it might be higher because I'm very bad at sports. But there's other people on the team. Usually you can get past one bad them, person on the I team. I will bring them down. Like, <laughs> just full disclosure. They put you in goalie. They really fucked up. They put me in put me in the game. They really fucked up. Put me in coach. If you're not putting I'm me behind ready to play. Put me behind FIFA 94 for the Genesis, we're fine. Oh shit. Yeah, okay. Put me on an actual soccer field. Fuck FIFA by the way. Uh, no, fuck FIFA in real life, but that Genesis game was fun. You know. I will say there's a movie like this that comes out Every couple of years. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like where just like someone teaches somebody a game that they're not familiar with. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we got to do this thing. Um, I only bring that up because I've been trying to find a very specific movie. And I was like, actually, I keep getting different <laughs> results. And there's just a lot of movies that are like this movie. Yeah. Like well, what was uh, Goldie I'm, Hawn, Wesley Snipes, and um, Woody Harrelson playing football? Wildcats? Wildcats, yeah. yeah. Wildcats. Uh, I was going to say I... Longest Yard. Every, Longest single, yard, yep. every mm-hmm. single one of these types of movies going in normally give me that that fucking white savior movie feel yeah, for sure uh, but knowing taika watiti's making it hopefully it's it's not going to be that story well at least this is a true or story that telling of a, yeah yeah or so, it is, yeah but have like supposedly the blind side was a true story too yeah yeah well okay yeah but that's you got to know your source mm-hmm. you know but also have you seen the shit the have you seen time. the shit that came out about that yeah where yeah. they were totally abusing that poor kid well, and they they fucking tricked him they told him that he was that he was being like legally adopted, but he wasn't. They, he he signed over basically all the rights to his name and uh, likeness and and all that shit. God damn! It definitely yeah. wasn't shocking. Shocking. It was more of like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, for yeah. me, it either. was like we all know we've all met. Donald I'll tell Lohan. you, who was shocked. we know how bad people can be. I'll tell yeah. you, who was shocked. My mother, who believes every <laughs> biopic that's ever been made. Oh man! So I bet she was talking about that for a week. Oh yeah, yeah. but it wasn't as bad as when uh, when I broke the news to my dad that. Uh, uh, shows like uh, Pawn Stars and uh, and Storage Wars are are uh, staged and, oh, yeah. and and not real. Yeah, you would heavily edited. It was yeah, exactly. It was as if I told a kid Santa wasn't real. Like I, he was crushed. That's like when you guys told me that the cheap weed I'm buying is not actually Afghan Kush. That was <laughs> yeah, very disappointing. That was, I, yeah, was watching it? the realization come well, to your face was kind of <laughs> a little soul crushing. <laughs> And I, I kind of like, uh, kind of like your mom and dad. I feel like two days later, I'm like, you know, Mike, I'm still a little upset about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. it's okay. We all buy into something, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, we all have our little cults. Oh, 100 yeah. percent, absolutely. Well, and I think it's. I sure do. Mine was, you know what? Like thinking about it, like logist- literally, I think mine growing up was music because I was thinking about it earlier today, and when I was growing up, I basically separated every person into groups based on what type of music they listened to. I still do that. Yeah. I won't listen to certain genres around certain people because I'm like, this isn't your genre. I don't right. hang out with you and hear this genre. Like, that'd be wild. And when it happens, I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. Well, and there's also, like, if I, like, I'm also, yeah, I'm sort of like surface judgmental like that, and I shouldn't be. But, like, you know, I see uh, the I see camouflage in a cowboy hat, and I'm oh, like, sure. We don't have a lot in common on paper. And We've talked before about if someone uses the word patriot, we're immediately like, Ugh. do I need to be suspicious of you? You know? <laughs> no, I just straight up am yeah. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh, I caught one on Facebook the other day. Uh, someone was was commenting about something, and I, I'm going to try and ease into this so I don't spoil it ahead of time. But they used the words, people are finally waking up to this. And I was like, oh, you are a crazy person. Mm. <laughs> and it was about apparently steps uh, in Wagner County here in Oklahoma where they were trying to get rid of cars 
and force people to no longer live in single family homes. What? Exactly. Exactly. It's so radically wild. But I'm like, and she's like, people are finally waking up to see that what's being done here. And I immediately just commented. I was like, you know that when people say people are waking up, that's like sign of a crazy person. But I'm ready to believe. Send me some links. I want to learn. Yeah, right. So I got nothing. I uh, yeah, yeah, got nothing. Man. That's so funny. But yeah, I, I, I kind of want to like get a little like list going of like other comment dog whistles, if you will, to like <laughs> spot a conspiracy theorist or... You know, just a an Alex Jones fan or something. Oh, uh, uh, I'm just asking questions. Oh yeah, that's a classic one, right? Uh, I'm just asking questions. We need to ask questions. Oh, you know, do your own research. Do your own. Yeah, yeah that's a, a classic. A bad one too. line. <laughs> I just learned about one, and it's like, have a nice day. But it's it's like more suffix, like not suffix. What is it? When you oh. oh, like uh, abbreviated. Abbreviated. <clears throat> I can't not remember what it is. Hmm. Oh. But it's just a, you know, the, the dog whistles are all, are like all those like little whistle things that people are like, check out this one. This is a for like whenever you hear some guy go like, this is a for real one. Like if you guys hear this, you got to run or whatever. I'm like, that's, that's too much. Like, yeah. I don't want everybody to have these little clubs and these little like <laughs> passwords and things. There was that it, great one you know, that you shared. Cool. I, I do want a password actually. That's, that sounds <laughs> I mean, fun though. That's what you I just get. say it to somebody and they're like, like Ooh, Ooh, yeah. New England clam chowder. Well, that's what you got to do. We got, we got to walk up to somebody like wearing the, the cowboy hat get up that makes you skeptical or with a Patriot bumper sticker and just walked up and be like, the broccoli spoils at 2 a.m. And then just walk away and just have them wonder, like, no, what the fuck did you just do? See, that's too mysterious and cool. I feel like okay. every time it is a actual dog whistle, it's too lame. It's always just, like, it is very, like, plain and, like... Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, like the thing you shared. It could be anybody say it. Q you know? told me to tell yeah. you 2 o'clock. <laughs> Q said 4. Q said 4. <laughs> Lovely well, weather we're having today. There you go. Oh, that guy disappeared, kind of, huh? The hell went high. You shared that thing the other day about uh, the the parents that were sending it around. That was like, don't if people use the words hello and hi. Oh it's, yeah, it's devil worship. Yeah, hell dash o. Yeah, you know, or and I don't know what high stood for or whatever, but you know, it's, and they were like, you should greet people with like praise the, the Lord or like or blessed some be or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I, yeah. Of course, it's all always some dumb Christian shit. Which you know, here's the deal. Uh, from now on, when I tell you guys praise the Lord, I mean the devil is a is a cool guy. So the devil is a loser and he's my bitch. No, no, no. I want you to know that whenever I say praise the Lord, I'm talking good news about the devil. So so be worried. Be be wary of people saying praise the Lord. That's dangerous speak there. I realize with how often uh, people bring up the devil and I sing that song. Yeah. Uh, and most people think I'm making it up because it's so... It's Tenacious D, right? No, it's oh. actually a really fucking weird band called Lordy that we've talked oh, about wow. on the show before. Okay, I forgot Remember the them. Finnish Guar? Okay, yeah. I do remember them. They're like, you know how Guar has like the super elaborate stage costumes? So this is like a band from Finland and they have that level of costumery, um, but they're super cheesy, like Mm. bad, like butt rock. So Guar. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can say that I went to Rocklahoma to see them specifically. Yeah. Shots fired. No, Guar's rad. Yeah. They're fun. It's a fun show. Yeah. I do want to hear more about Rocklahoma. I went the year that the tornado hit and started Tech Nine. So oh wow! Oh okay. shit! Yeah. yeah, I actually, I walked around the first day so much and like went around all the different campsites. Was like smoking weed with people, drinking, doing different things. And then by the end, when like the full concert was about to start with on the main stage, I walked and I stopped and I was like, I don't think I've stopped like all day. And then I collapsed just because oh, I like man. was exhausted. Yeah, and yeah. then like people like lifted me up and put me in a chair, and I was just like, ah. And they're like. 
trying to get the ambulance over. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> and so I just got up and walked to my car and like yeah. passed out my car for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. not have a fun experience at right. Rock Home, but I felt like I had a universal experience. Yeah, so I feel like that's I exactly what I expected. I woke up in my car to like my phone like going off and like everything was dark and everyone was trying to leave because the tornado was hitting. And yeah, I was just yeah. like, I think I'm just going back to sleep because <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might get somewhere if the tornado picked you up. But yeah, yeah, so possibly. I mean, might as well just stay here. Yeah. Wait for the Lord. Maybe give her, give her a ride. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's in the Lord's hands now. De- Devil's yeah. a cool guy. The devil is a loser. I don't think it works <laughs> if you say what it means after it. <laughs> I, just, I want to make sure what it is. Damn it. That's, That's the opposite why of good this. this is why I'd be no good for oh, a Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah, so we don't even need it. We don't even need it. I don't even need to tell people the devil's a good guy. They already know. Anyway, soccer is pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I w- the the original thing I was saying was that uh, this feels more like a, a, a Mighty Ducks sort of like, yep. you know, they're not they're not ignorant to the sport in and of itself. They're just very, very bad. Not a lot and of they skill. Have to, yeah, they have lot to of be. Heart. Exactly. They like it. They like the game. They want to be they want to play. They're just very bad. Yeah. Probably underf- underfunded or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably like it'd be a absolutely. whole thing where he's like, yeah, hey, guys, we got to. Bake some cookies or something. It's like, you know, all the big grown men just trying to sell cookies. Yeah. Boom, that's yeah. comedic One of the other things about soccer is it doesn't take a ton of equipment per se, especially if you're mm-hmm. just, you know, playing with, with your buddies. But like, you know, who knows? The, I didn't watch too hard, but maybe this was a like they're struggling to even have shoes situation. Oh, they'll definitely have a And I know soccer scene. with no shoes would not be super fun. Yeah. Although if you never have shoes, you probably got real tough feet. So maybe it's mm. okay. You know? I do not. No, you've been you've been a shoot man your whole life. Shoot a shoot man. A shoot man. I, but I was also that that kid that would like not go outside without socks and shoes. My feet hurt. Oh wow! So you're a whiny shoot man. Uh huh. And now my feet are baby soft. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be unprecedented. I mean, Jim Thorpe competed in the Olympics barefooted. So okay, yeah. I want some things. So you could be the next Jim Thorpe. Fuck oh. that! I'm proud of the fact that I can lay in bed and rub my feet on my wife, and it doesn't cut her shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this looks cool. I, uh, okay. I'd be down for this for sure. I'm a big Taika Waititi fan. You know, we talked before the show about how just about everything he does is great. Um, and I'd be down for this. Yeah, I need to give the, um, I don't know how much he has to do with it, but I haven't really watched the What We Do in the Shadows series. But man, that movie was great. Yeah. The sh- series is fun. I'm, I'm is watching it, the I'm in I definitely the wouldn't season. expect the movie when you go into watching the series. It's definitely its like own thing, but okay. it still has the humor of okay, cool, cool. him and stuff. But yeah. it's just like... It's more it's fleshed its out. It's its own thing. You're not yeah. going to have the same. A couple of the actors are completely different. So, right. You know. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that going in. Uh, but is it. Who's the female actress, the the main female actress in the series? Who in the series? Oh, in, oh yeah. In what, in we, what do? we do in the shadows. I know there's a couple like real standouts, but I was always told that she was one of the ones that, that was really, really funny. Uh, yeah. Natasha. Dimitri, yeah, I think that's yeah, it. she's yeah. very funny. Yeah, she's oh, that's great. A cool way to spell Natasha. I should have stole that. And then Matt Berry <laughs> is like the main guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love uh, Matt Berry and uh, Caven Novak. Uh, He's they're, also they're good. Both real prominent. Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, uh, Nate. Yeah, yeah. He plays <laughs> the, the energy vampire. Okay. Yeah, that's, they did a really deep dive. Apparently. I'm a big Kristen Shaw fan the too. Of that character. <laughs> that that idea is so awesome. That's yeah. that's the like the the coolest character at least in the first season in my opinion just because he's such a you know for such a silly outlandish show everything he does you're like oh god I've worked with him <laughs> like, you know, I know this guy exactly 
the TikTok clips I've seen of the show, uh, he has the biggest character arc, it looks like. So Okay. Right on. Uh, I saw a clip recently of Kristen Shaw doing stand-up. Oh, yeah? And uh, she like, gets introduced and gets a couple seconds into her bit, and she starts getting heckled by a little girl. Mm. And she's like, hey, you think it's easy? You get up here. And the little girl's like, okay. It's clearly a plant. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the little girl's like, okay. And then gets up and proceeds to like start killing the room. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kristen's like standing there the whole time. It, it was very funny. That's genuinely fun. hilarious. Yeah. Good, good for her. Kristen Schaal, I what I like about her is she's really someone who does not shy away from looking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got kind of a Rain Wilson approach to comedy that I really like. Yeah. You know, on 30 Rock, she was she's a, she's a hated character by some people because she just made herself so awful in some of these scenes. And, and I'm, it's one of the reasons why I love her. I think the scene where she joins the show is great. I love her character in Flight of the Concords. Did you ever watch Flight of the Concords? Uh, no, I watched clips of okay. Flight of the Concord on like YouTube back in the day, but I never like watched a full episode. Or she like plays like uh, the obsessed fan. Oh, OK. That's always following them around. She's really good in Bob's Burgers. Yo, throwback, yeah. Oh, Louise yeah. Belcher. Absolutely. Yeah. Classic. Honestly, icon. that's my favorite part of that show is her character. Yeah. This age is Bart Simpson, if you will. Yeah, right? kind of. Yeah. 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 She's too. a bad kid with a, like a conscience. Yeah. Much yeah. funnier, in my opinion. Well, and I love that she's often she can be a stronger voice of reason than the adults sometimes. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, she she can be you oh, know, the character. Yeah. A yeah ne'er do right. well. She can be a troublemaker, but she can also just be like doing the that. right thing at all cost. You know, I've been rewatching the whole series recently. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of holds the family together. Yeah. And it definitely feels like each character takes on that different responsibility, like each episode or whatever. They really like are really good at using their writers and they're like they're cast in like a very like uniformed kind of like family unit way. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's because they film in the same booth or they said oh, they were cool. doing that in the very early seasons. That's a good idea. I know that that's one of the things they did in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, oh, yeah. Seth Rogen was talking about when he did the live action or, you know, quote unquote live action, the CGI Lion King, the more recent one. Him and Nathan Lane were Timon and Pumbaa. And they recorded all their lines in the same room together. And he enjoyed that back and forth so much that when he got the four boys cast as the turtles, he had them do it all in the same room. And it led to a lot of like fun off the cuff moments <laughs> or off. Absolutely. Moments. And then also in Bob's Burgers, you you get, you forget about the fact that the entirety of the main cast is such great comedians. Oh, yeah. Like Merman and mm-hmm. Kristen Shaw oh, and, yeah. and John, uh, John H. Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Like they're all insanely good comedians, and who can name the Linda voice cast before? Oh, uh, nobody, uh. somebody funny. <laughs> Completely blanked on it. But you know what? Thank That's what we're known me. for now. Um, Dan Mintz, John nope. Roberts, John Roberts, yeah. Dan Mintz is. Tina. Oh, John Roberts, yeah, yeah. Dan Mintz is Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at least they got one woman in the cast <laughs> for anime. Like animated wise, being one of the like more progressive shows, yeah. I'm looking at the cast right now, and it is it's, not. Really, it's more of like a '90s throwback. It's real anything. white male. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, I will say I like what um, but, what Big Mouth did with uh, uh, with Jenny Slate's character. Oh yeah, did you see that? Where uh, Jenny Slate was doing the voice of a uh, of a young mixed girl, hmm. and um, she stepped back from that role. Uh, because she was like, you know, uh, to give it to a person of color. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was about to ask. I 
was like, is Jimmy Slate mixed? No, but, Jenny Slate's white. Okay, very cool, white. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she stepped out of that role like that. And, and gave it to somebody else. And I thought that, yeah, I thought that was a pretty, I recently that's a pretty forward thing. I mean, she and she does other voices on the show. So it's not like she left the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was a, it was a, a principal character that she gave up. Good for her. Right. You know, and, and I can understand both sides. I can understand not wanting to give away something, especially if you worked on it. But I can also understand that change only happens if someone takes the initiative to make it happen, you know? hundred. So, and, and I mean, this stacked group of white men we're looking at, I, <clears throat> at least they are writing a progressive show. If that's the step we're taking, I'm okay with it. But I would not hate I mean, it yeah, if we had a new there. Linda or Tina at some point, you know? Or, and maybe someone with just a slightly... Well, they a got little rid bit of... What's his Jimmy Pesto because he was at the January 6th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 What's his name? The Herky Jerky Insurrectionist. Johnston. Jay Johnston. Jay Johnston. Yeah. Yeah, the Herky Jerky Insurrectionist. He was also on Mr. Show with Bob and David. Yeah. That's, how, that's how us old folks know him. Yeah. Which is wild that he's. But yeah, that's, that, that's that a great thing that they did, that they were willing to stand up and be like, no, dude, you don't get to work here anymore if you're going to go try and overturn the government that lets us create our show. Didn't know? they kill his character, too? Did they? I think so. No, he's not dead. Oh, okay. Jimmy uh, Pesto? Yeah, he or? just stopped it. He just stopped popping up. Oh. <laughs> they really was just like, no, no more. I did, I did nice. see, I, then maybe it wasn't from the show, maybe they just made an image, but I remember seeing an image of Jimmy Pesto's with a closed sign on it oh, right good. after that happened. Well, and wasn't when, when um, Isaac Hayes went all crazy Scientology, didn't Matt and Trey kill Chef on South Park? And like, didn't he die like a brutal death? I think I remember that happening. Wait, who did? Chef, uh, Isaac Hayes' character on South Park. Oh, maybe. They had I don't him, like, remember. falling and get eaten by mountain lions or some shit. Like, uh, I also good. was not a South Park kid. So yeah. Could yeah. not help you there. Well, uh, Chef was originally... In 97, if I'm not mistaken. So. Do, do you, did you know anything about like the Chef thing and like why he left the show? No. So Isaac Hayes, uh, a.k.a. Shaft, mm -hmm. uh, is a long time... Like Shaft? Yeah, yeah. John, big, John Chef. He was the voice of Chef in South Park, um, but he's also big, 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 big time Scientologist. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to do a Scientology episode, and Chef got big mad about it. Or Isaac Hayes, Chef uh, Isaac Hayes got big mad about it, and they were like, "Well, kick rocks." Yeah, yeah. Don't give a fuck. Well, that episode exposed a lot of Scientology. Like, oh yeah, that they people were had no they idea. They were pissed. About. Yeah, they well, were, yeah. You got to pay like hundred thousand dollars to get that info. Well, and the thing is, is they their approach at the time, and I, I, I agree with it at the time. I, I Now that I've seen how far they've gone with it, I don't know if I do, but I, I like it on paper. Their thing was we will attack everyone equally. And at the time, you know, if nothing, it's it seems fair. The know? way they worded it, and I'll never forget this because it stuck with me because it was the perfect way to describe why they do what they do yeah, and why they make fun of their own viewpoints too is yeah. they said – if we don't make fun of everything, the second we leave out one thing, then everything we've ever done has been with an agenda. Yeah. And that's not what we're after. And I feel like I have got a more nuanced opinion of different groups and cultures role in our modern American society that I don't know that that really holds as much water as I felt at the time. Because, you know, take, you know, the concept of punching down that as stand-up comics we've all had to touch on recently, or maybe not recently, maybe just ever. Um, we understand now the nature of laughter and, and inciting laughter in a um, artistic or bullying way are two different things. 
And I guess oh, that's the sure. one thing that I wonder about Matt and Trey is other examples where they've unintentionally maybe fallen into bullying. They've <clears throat> they so and I know they've talked about stuff that I'm passionate about and may not like it on paper. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I actually one of the things they did recently that I thought was cool was they really poked fun at themselves um, when they changed the name of Token. Okay. The character Token. Uh, they basically were like, hey, we've come to realize that um, pointing that joke out, we, we thought at the time was funny, yeah. like pointing out the fact that every show had a token black character and that that was a thing that dumb white people did to try and seem like they were being progressive. Um, and they were like, well, now we realize that us still having a character name token is very tone deaf and we've grown past that. See, and so cool. they made an episode where in the episode, Stan all of a sudden hears somebody say his name is Tolkien. Oh, okay. And he's like, what? And uh, suddenly everyone is like, yeah, his name is Tolkien. Because his parents are big Lord of the Rings fans. And they're like, you didn't know that? <laughs> and it stands like, am I an asshole? <laughs> and uh, and then he goes to the doctor. And uh, <laughs> the doctor at one point uh, starts... It starts with him talking to Stan, but then he's talking directly into the camera. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you think that? <laughs> and so it was a real, like, you know, sort of self... I like that. Uh, yeah, it was a look in the mirror and like, hey, you know, we we, we realize that this one's not great. So because that's the hardest here's thing. Us sort of saying we're sorry. If you become a voice of um, <clears throat> a voice, a trustworthy voice in, in any space that can call out um, uh, hypocrisy, that can call out bad actors, you gain um, credibility. Mm -hmm. And I can see where if something comes along that kind of threatens that credibility, it's very easy to want to say, no, 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 I'm right. Look back there. I've always been right. I've always been your your guiding light. Don't, I'm right now too. Right. It takes a very strong person to be like, okay, part of me getting your trust is also being able to say, yay, that part was wrong. Mm -hmm. So good on them. Yeah, right? Good on them. Oh, there's lots of episodes they've done that I, I have deep, deep problems with. Yeah. Um, their their episode on trans sports was fucking gross. I've heard about opinion. that one too. Yeah, it was that gross. Was not right. And yeah. and that's another one too. You know, that that has been such a tough issue for many people to wrap their head around that I I am willing to give some patience when they come out and say, I've learned, I'm gonna do better. But you gotta say that. I gotta hear something like that, you know? Yeah. The idea of any person transitioning to get a fucking edge in sports is the most asinine bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, by the time you've transitioned, you're already behind other kids in like training it's and not, stuff. It's, yeah. not work out. it's not a fucking thing that happens. No. Well, and it, again, if we were seeing, you know, every single... I think like that's too obvious of a point at this point. Like, I keep hearing the arguments. I keep hearing everything that I'm just like, no, the obvious is out. Now yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pinpointing other reasons if you, other than just like, no, that would never happen. It's more like, that wouldn't happen... For here's a thousand reasons, and I can come up with. I'm gonna just keep coming up with a thousand more reasons. Yes. Yeah. I love the old. Uh, it, it it wasn't about being trans, but it was about being gay. The the mm -hmm. old David Cross yep. bit. I was thinking about it too. Uh, uh, have you ever heard that? Where he's no. talking about um, 
how when people would say like, oh, being gay is a choice, you know, it's a choice. They do it for attention. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, sure. You know, some pimply faced kids getting made fun of all the time. And, and he's like, you know, it'd be cool. It's like, none of my, I don't have any friends and none of the girls I like, like me. And I can't remember how it ends. Maybe I'll just add even more ostracization and and hate into my life. Yeah. That sounds fun. Like that's a fun choice to make. (laughs) Like what the fuck? And, I'm, and I mean, that's the thing, and especially in, in Oklahoma, you know, I mean, I, Oklahoma. I get it. Like if you grow up in a place that is very accepting and, and, and has um, opened its arms to, to anyone who is outside any kind of classic idea of normal, then yeah, maybe you only see the good in these communities, but you can't live in Oklahoma and not hear the word fag, you know, and I, I'm, I, I'm allowed to say that, but you know, the, so <laughs> it's the, there's no way that you can grow up in places like this in the South, you know, that are that are that are going to give you a skewed view and, and not make you realize that, oh, yeah, maybe I'll find a couple of friends. Yeah. But I'm also th- that group over there is going to want to lynch me for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I was a I was a, a, a weird nerdy kid in the 90s. So I, I got the F-bomb a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> same. Yeah. As well. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and here's the thing. I never he, got called gay. As a, I, th- I think people didn't think I was going to have sex. So they were just like, mm. he's not. He's not gay. They're not anything. They're just <laughs> maybe just by there. then it wasn't the. It, it feels like back then it was kind of the default. Like it was just the default, like insult. You yeah. know, ah, I've got. You know what I mean? Like it was the lazy insult. Like yeah, yeah. I have nothing, so you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> I went through a weird patch uh, as in my twenties where I accidentally picked it up as a, you know, just kind of like, oh, that's gay. You know, and and. And I was using that for about a year or so until I finally just was like, dude, you, you can't do that. Like you're, 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 you're friends with plenty of gay people, mm-hmm. you know, but I, and I didn't mean it, you know, kind of like our pastor friend at the top of the show. Like I, I didn't mean it in that way. I meant it more of like, oh, just kind of like slang for bad, you know, but I was like, but just because I think that doesn't mean that everyone who hears it doesn't think that. Yeah. Just like pastor dipshit is trying <laughs> to tell me he's being respectful of Ray Charles and that's, he just loves him so much. <laughs> well, then don't fucking offend his family, dude. You know, like. I don't know. It's it's wild. You know what a tangled web we weave, huh? Yeah, it's true. What I don't know what that means. What we do in the shadows. No. Um, <laughs> um what are we gonna talk about? Let's talk about Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Still bitching about superheroes. Maybe he's right. You know what? I said off mic that uh, I'm coming around on the argument of um, franchise culture, uh, sort of. I don't I wouldn't say that it's ruining yeah. movies per se but I will say that I it's taken a steep decline in there being other the amount of other options of of movies is way fucking less and that sucks. Yeah. Like the amount of movies that aren't original properties, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. or that are that excuse me, that are original properties, new ideas, standalone movies art house movies you know yes they're they're out there but you know none of them are getting the press that anything else is none of them are getting we're seeing one or two studios carry the bulk of those films like a24 is the best example a24 is the only one you're gonna hear about like yeah yep and it's not even just that the the franchising it's the budgets the budgets are getting so bloated for movies and the the return is bloom house is that another one Oh yeah, yeah, Blumhouse, yeah, Blum, Blum. Excuse me. Well, those me. are both. Well, I was gonna say they're both horror, but 
They're both for leaning. Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. A twenty four isn't always, but it definitely they tend a to lot of to them. do yeah. Yeah, yeah quite a bit of it. And and I think that that's because horror has always embraced the independent filmmaker. That's <laughs> always been a genre that has had a lot of a lot of pride for things done cheaply. That's why practical effects are are people are so passionate about the effects in horror movies. Well, even when they're bad. <laughs> You know, we like that stuff. We like what we can tell the the gore is, you know, made with fake blood and and and, and meat and stuff, you know. Oh yeah, I love a ha- a good hammy gag, you yeah. know. Like just a, a good cut off arm gag uh to like a, a comical amount of blood. That still makes me laugh. A quick shot to nothing and then a door slamming. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. That took a string and a camera. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I get too that, you know, I'm a Marvel guy, right? But even I know that I'm a Marvel guy. Yeah. In, in my Marvel, Marvel world. world. <laughs> um, the, you uh, didn't even try to rhyme it. <laughs> um, I don't know. In my Marvel high? What... In my Marvel byline? I don't know what the fuck I was going World for. and girl still. Hey, are... you're a Marvel guy and you're Marvel by. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Something, something, so, something, ass plastic. I don't know, but the um, the it's got legs. <laughs> they're in the air. Um, here's the Hilton. thing. <laughs> Where's Mister? That was good. <laughs> Stretching. <laughs> Stretching. I like Marvel. I love the the fact that I can watch movies that have these interconnected elements, like comic books do, that I get to enjoy that kind of storytelling. But Lord knows if watching a Marvel movie with my mother doesn't suck. Because of all the times I have to be like, okay, pause. So there was this show called She-Hulk. And on that show, there was this guy named Wong. And Wong was hanging out with it. I, that's no fun unless you're passionate about it. Well, and it's also like, yeah, yeah. You're like, do you have about two weeks yeah. to watch about 12 films and television series? Yeah, they really, I think they should just like cut the budget on most of them. Mm-hmm. And that way it's like, it's more grounded. It's more like, you know, like. It doesn't need that much money in CGI if you can just make it better, like more indie esque, and then you don't mm-hmm. have to feel like your mom has to watch it also, yeah, or to like even out on price. Or you know, if you have a, a good written script that doesn't have to be carried by being tied into a whole other chapter of this universe, then you'll have a compelling story with interesting character driven drama that moms will enjoy. Oh, you Mom- want to get away from the interconnectedness? I- I'm just you can lighten up on it. You know, I mean, I think that's the comic, that's the most comic booky version, like part of it, I think is like how they're like, we're going to actually like just make as many as we can. They're all going to be related. You have to get the whole series. Yeah, but it's like comic book nerds actually took over the movie industry and we all got went like, oh, we don't like this anymore. And I'm like, that's what you think they're going to do. Make comic books. But there's that's why there's also independent comics. That's why there's that's books why like independent comics are better than like Marvel comics and DC comics at the moment. Sometimes. But, yeah. You know, sure. That's that's Netflix why Netflix is buying those. Exactly, or or Hulu, and then canceling them after one season. I, <laughs> I see you, why the last man, and I'm not happy with what you did. Yeah, you were big mad, huh? I'm also real mad. Sandman. Still, yeah. Well, Sandman, did they got renewed for season two? I know, but it's still not great. It's just Netflix. it's not. It's like too Netflixy. Like, yeah, Netflix has that weird look to it. I don't know what their shows are doing, but they all have like a weird look. Yeah, well, and there's a little bit of an interpretive element in that show. Like it's not it's not drawn as explicitly as it is on the page. Yeah, but Neil Gaiman is very hands-on. Well, he that's like good. made sure he was like I'm not stepping away from this project. Okay. Well, that's cuz at least hopefully that'll at least make it as Sandman as it can while still being Netflix. Yeah. You know? I and mean, they did the whole first book, the whole first like volume. Okay, cool. That like, was the first and, season? Yeah. Cool, cuz I'm almost actually done with that. I, I picked that up when that came out because I wanted to read it first. So. I got worried they were going to draw out the first story yeah. kind of thing. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, into the first season, but they did not do that. I was like, thank God, cuz that would have been 
way more boring. Is it in the same order as the books? Yeah. Cool. All they right. even have the special like cat episode or whatever. Okay. All right. Cool. Nice. Yeah. I was, I'm was. i a huge fan of Sandman, like the comic. Yeah. So when that show was coming out, I was very excited. Wasn't hu- I don't know the ca- uh, cast that well, but yeah, I know they're the only- pretty okay. Okay. Yeah, the only one I know, um, <clears throat> at least from the names, is Gwendolyn Christie because um, she was in um, Game of Thrones as well. But I, I started I, – Sandman was one of those books that I'd always heard about, like how important it was and how any comic fan needs to read it. But because of those kind of accolades, it was a little daunting. So I don't I, think every comic – I think I just liked it because it's more like – I don't think – that's an interesting take to have on it. I always thought it was like just a fun Neil game. It's a most Neil Gamey story you'll ever read. It's kind of – the way I see comic books is the industry kind of holds up about four or five different books as like the, the pinnacles of the art form. And it's it's Sandman, it's Watchmen, it's Preacher, it's The Dark Knight Returns, hey guys, it's Kingdom Come. Hold off on the cusses for a second. Okay. Oh, wow. Is that Spider-Gwen? That is That's awesome. Cool. We've got the littlest Zampino in the podcasting studio. She is dressed up like Spider-Gwen and looking fantastic. Hello. Hello, Spider Gwen. Thank you for coming to save us. I'm I, I'm assuming the Green Goblin is no longer terrorizing Tulsa. Yes. Excellent. Thank you so much for your hard work. We appreciate you protecting our neighborhood. Are you going to reveal your secret identity on this podcast as like an exclusive? Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe next week. Can that way we can us? advertise it. How about just a clue? It starts with a G. With a G? Yes. Huh. Okay. Your secret identity starts with a G. Yes. Okay. Hey, you know what? She may she's she's accurate. I'll yeah. give her that. You got anything else? Um All right. I'm, I'm your friendly neighborhood spider bird, spider. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, I'm glad that we have Spider Man keeping us safe. Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen, yeah, it was almost it's almost like we gave it away. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's in the name. Yeah. Well, actually, and I think that's the thing is I, I don't read Spider-Gwen, so maybe in the book she probably just goes by, like, Spider-Man or Spider-Girl or something. I think she goes by Spider-Gwen because she's crazy, isn't she? She has oh, Deadpool she? powers. Okay, does she? She, like, breaks character. Yeah, like, she does break the fourth wall, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. She pick up an issue. The covers always look gorgeous on that book, I will say. It was bedtime, guys. I pre- appreciate being flexible. Yeah, there. sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's rare that we have superheroes stop on the show while I'm geeking out about superheroes. Like, I, I know. The really timing was it. just too good. Yeah. That the, the costume arrived today. Okay. So, you know, we were trying it on and everything. It's a solid-looking costume, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Remember back in the day when, I, I don't know... I think by 97, they were pretty much done. But like those 80s, like it was just a fucking just a piece of plastic with a really shitty string. Yeah, a little plastic string. Yeah. I was lucky that we were just poor enough that my mom made all of our Halloween costumes. But she was a good enough sewer that it wasn't like ever a bad. Oh, okay. Cool. See, my mom was kind of in between. She would try and make a lot of my costumes. Mm-hmm. Some were rad. Like I remember one year she made me a wolf man and I looked awesome. Uh, uh, she made me a really good Dracula one year, but there was a couple stinkers, you know, couldn't quite get there, but a for effort. I think a everyone for has a, at least a one stinker. Like, yeah, Halloween. for sure. You're allowed. It can't all be winners, oh, especially yeah. if you're not a professional seamstress. <laughs> I've appreciated as an adult that I get to, uh, opt in and out of Halloween as I choose. You know, some mm. years I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not doing shit. And other years I'm like, oh, this year I'm dressing up as Captain Picard and I've got the outfit to match. And I'm going to say <laughs> number one a lot, you know? 
Hey, I don't want to like uh, go too far back into what we were talking about earlier, but you know, talking about but break- that Enfield Exorcist no. looked good. <laughs> but talking about trying to break yourself of of sort of like old terms that you don't, you know, sure. that you like. I I'm trying to break myself of guys. Like when I walked in and said guys, yeah. I'm trying to break. I I try not to do that anymore because I know that that it is taken. Uh, you know, as I. I, I don't know. I know that some people don't like being referred to in a group as guys. The, I do it too. It's I, I do it's guys, hard. It's tough. Dudes, yep. Like, right. Man. It's never. It, hey, man. Like yeah. all yeah. the time. Doesn't matter who I'm talking to. Yeah. Could be like mm-hmm. an old lady. Doesn't matter. That's why I never get like front of house jobs because I just can't talk to people. I'm just like <laughs> I'll call you whatever. I'm just gonna. You know, it has to happen. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get through this conversation. Yeah. It's it's a tough one. It's, it's a, a mix one. of our our language is naturally kind of male gendered. And as we speak casually to one another, we pick up kind of terms that are slang, even if they're not really a slang word that we just kind of use as as fillers. And it's just comfortable speech patterns. It's it's not meant to offend, but but you can teach and train yourself to not do it. And I feel like guys is also like pretty sort of used across the board. Like I feel like women use guys. But but still, I'm I'm aware of it and I want to. So what are you going to change it to? Uh, gays, folks, folks. Okay, folks is better. Folks is better. Friends. I'm gonna go with gays. Like, hey, gays. Folks is dicey because you could also mm-hmm. end up being like fucks, fucks, fucks. Yeah, yeah. You say a little. Awkward. I kind of like, like, like for a fellas. Now hey, thanks, you fucks. Fuckers. <laughs> you ever mix up two words, fellas and fucks? You'll say fuckers. Mm. No. Okay. No, I haven't done that one. You know, I do mix up a lot of like uh, hat. Have a you, you too. Have have a nice, bye. Yeah, like 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 when the you know uh, what I'm talking about when the clerk at the fast food says, you know, thanks for coming in. You say you too. No, when they're like enjoy, and you're like you too. Yeah, and they're like what being at this shit minimum wage job. Mm. <laughs> now we're gonna talk about wages. Just kidding. What's your worst um dumb like thing like like mine like the dumb saying that you can't get rid of. Not like I hate mm. guys, but like. My my example for this is the when people are like, "How you doing?" It's living the dream, but I don't know uh, whose dream it is. Uh huh. Right. Uh-huh, it was yeah. witty the first thirty times I said it. The seven hundred and fifty cents. Mine's the, gonna be fair enough. Fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Whenever I like, I hear someone I say, say something, lot, but I don't have really anything to like add to it. Oh, but I, like I know that. that they need me to acknowledge. Yeah. So I just go, "Fair enough." Oh, yeah, that's I, good. It can really slip out very twangy sometimes, and it's just like. <laughs> Doesn't sound real. It's just like mm, someone's like pouring their not pouring their heart out, but just being yeah. like, "Hey, blah blah blah," blah and then you're just like, "Fair, fair enough. enough, yeah." <laughs> it's it's meant. I, I use that, and sometimes just fair. Just yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> I like that too because it's created with the sense of like wanting to acknowledge. It comes from a good yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, it's like I hear what you're saying, yeah. and like I don't want to say that sucks because no one wants to go, "Oh, that sucks about your life." But yeah. you want to be like, I acknowledge that what you're going through. I can hear you. So I'm like, yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. Also, I think mine. Fair uh, enough. Fair's this Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah starts the Tulsa County Fair. Tulsa State Fair. Tul- where, where the hell are we? Why is it the Tulsa State Fair? This state's called, state's called Oklahoma. Listen, couldn't couldn't answer that with a million dollars. We need to get the original. Isn't creator. there already an Oklahoma State Fair? There is in Oklahoma City. Yeah. They had a mm-hmm. shooting, didn't they? Yeah, they did recently. Yeah. But they, they were like, it's an isolated. It wasn't a shooting shooting. It was isolated. <laughs> yeah. Just two guys. It wasn't a thing. They made it sure. They were like, uh. "It's like, was there a bullet traveling at high speeds at the fair? Then I'd like to not be there." Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ride rides? Uh, no, not since Action Park. 
Really? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. You're like, I ride death or nothing. <laughs> were, were you a roller coaster? Nah, I'm scared of roller coasters. No, I, Too you, fast for me. Yeah, see, I, I have a super phobia of those. Same. Yeah, 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 I can't do it. I almost convinced myself that I could take a tab and get it on a roller coaster because I was already on a tab and I was like... I feel so like zen right now. I could conquer any fear. Yeah, 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 sure. And then the only idea of just doing that freaked out my, yeah. my whole thing. And I was like, actually, you know what? That's I don't have to ever achieve alignment. Have That's you done it ever? Rolling a really yeah. in a roller coaster. Uh, I rode this like tiny one for children when I was way too old for it. And then mm. I was like, oh, this is fun. And I rode that for way too long. <laughs> uh, and then in high school, my girlfriend at the time was like, no, we'll. We'll ride some rides, and I'll make you like like rides. And I was like, for you, I'll do anything. Okay. We got on the Himalaya uh, thing. Uh, I cursed her out. Yeah. Was, we had a fight like the week before, and so I like brought that up. I was like, yeah. you were punished. Like I was like, freak it, like full yeah. meltdown. There's children behind us and in front of us. Didn't matter. We got. And then they were like, they thought it was hilarious. Then we get on the big uh, ship thing that goes back and forth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Classic. That was the cat. That was the straw Ender. that broke the camel's yeah. back. That was. We did not talk after that. Yeah, that happened to me uh, in high school. Uh, I, I didn't, it, this was not a I'll do anything for love situation. This is, uh, I was in uh, Disney World uh, with uh, our high school band, and my friends spent about an hour fucking arguing with me and trying to convince me that I was, it was all in my head and that all I had to do was get on the ride and once I'm on it, it's gonna be great. Hmm. And I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah, that'd feel right. This isn't a surface thing. I've done it before. And uh, yeah, sure enough, they, as soon as we got off the ride, they couldn't fucking wait to get up to me and hear how much fun I had. I was big pissed mm. for a long time too it was like two and a half hours i was like fuck y'all and i went and sat by myself with my walkman oh man yeah when i was uh i got scared of roller coasters as a kid i went on one as a small child it dipped look a they're too, scary it dipped a little too far to the right it was it was one of those child coasters too but it went a little too far to the right hilton lost it control was action park and, right and hilton just does not okay so all my life i've wondered you know do i need to do it again? all my life Grinding all my life. I've wondered, do I need to do it again? Is it just the experience of a scared kid out of his element? I've thought that too. I've right? been like, there's things that I've done that I like strawberries where I was like, as a child, I was like, I don't need strawberries. I ate a strawberry. I was like, they're good. They're fine. So I'm like, should I do that to roller coasters? Yeah. But, but it didn't work out. Yeah. I did the same thing. I uh, This is maybe 10, 15 years ago. I, I take a friend and I'm like, today but I'm going to go and on tastes coasters. aren't the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I got to tell you. I Tastes can grow on you. I don't know about certain fears. I didn't have as visceral reaction as the two of you did. Um, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't curse her out. I didn't, I wasn't mad at my friends. I didn't even oh, have so my Walkman. Mad. But I did not enjoy them. And I've decided that they're just not for me. And, and maybe one day mm. one will catch my eye and I'll want to. But just overall, this just feet on the ground, burger in hand, chicken leg in the other, turkey leg in the other. We're good to go. But I will say that me and that friend <laughs> did not hang out again afterwards. Yeah. And, and the reason why is because they're an asshole. No, on, no, I, I earned this on one of the coasters. I made a lot of noise, like a lot of noise. Like you scream. What kind of yeah, like oh. a lot of scared? I wish I just screamed. terrified screaming mm. of the kind that you know. In the moment, I'm like, "This is coaster. This is what you do." And I I reflected on it later and listened when I was back on the ground. And no, it's not. It's not what you do. You you don't scream that much. And, and I couldn't even scream. Yeah, the one I Aren't was you on. Mad? 
The one I no the one shaking with rage. I no, I wasn't mad during it. Oh. It was I was mad after. Yeah. During I'm I mean, I'm just convinced like I'm going to die. Sure. This is my last moment. Yeah. I'm going to die. And I it was uh it was a roller coaster where um you're not seated. You're seated. You're not seated next to anyone. Each person's like single. It's like a single row. I would hate that more. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was better or worse. I don't. I don't know. But all I know is there was just enough room where I could kind of like sink down, and like the less I could see, somehow the it was slightly more comforting because okay. I'm like, if I'm gonna die, I don't want to see it coming. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I would much rather it just be fucking over. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Not, I don't know. Something about the idea of like watching us fall. <laughs> Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, big scared during, uh, big mad after. <laughs> I feel like I had a mix where I feel like I overreacted, but I did also just get really angry and just yeah. was like. Uh, especially with the it's ship one, like I would have moments of levity where I was like, "Oh, this isn't a freaky part." So when the it got worse as it got like more like this, I was like, "Oh, this is the time where it's gonna fuck up." Like <laughs> that's always what the thought is: is like right when you're like, "No, this is it," or you and, just hear like a pop or like a noise, uh, and you're like, "That was the that was the screw, yeah, that was the main screw. That's the one. The piece <laughs> is gonna get us." Hey, Did you see somebody else panic? Oh, I'm out. I'm like, I'm like, oh, listen, no. listen to this. Last time I had to fly, I don't fucking fly. Last time I had to fly, I thought I was thinking about flying too. I was seated next to a person who was almost just as scared as I was, and that did not fucking help. No, you're just definitely didn't off help. of each other. Absolutely, energy. like I think we're gonna die. Absolutely, we are. That is not gonna <laughs> help ever. Start just two people getting panicked in an yeah. airplane, being like, "Well, we have to take over this airplane to yeah. make sure it gets to safety." A lot of but, people uh, know that's the actual story behind 9/11. You know, I tried. Different than they I you. tried. Baby step immersion therapy last year. Baby step where I was like, where I was at the fair with with my, at that time, six-year-old and my wife. And I was like, let me get on the Ferris wheel. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. You know, the thing that goes up 0.5 miles an hour. It's so high. Yeah. I'm not afraid of heights, really. But you are afraid of heights in a shaky little But I'm afraid of heights in a thing that I am not in control of. Like, you know... uh, Like a plane. Yeah. Absolutely like a plane. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, even on that, like, it's going up and there's like a... Like I said, like a, a pop or a creek or something, and I'm like, fuck, 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 we're gonna lie. So that means that you're not scared of heights <laughs> at the top of a tall building. Yeah, no, because not at all. A tall building, a structure feels permanent. It feels mm-hmm. like there's not a, a sense of control to have right. to fear over. You're forgetting that it was built by a man. Yeah, something yeah. would have to go very, very wrong. And it very well might be while you're standing. Well, that's why there. I don't trust it, I think, is because I'm like, this is man made. Like, if I'm standing on yeah. the top of a mountain, I'm like, I've never actually would never do that. But yeah. <laughs> I'd be more uh, secure because I'm like, this has been here. Oh, yeah. Nobody just like made this. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. How did you do in the Ferris wheel? with your? Were you just alone with your daughter and freaking out? No, it was me, my daughter, and my wife. And I, I wasn't like freaking out, but I was definitely like, all right, this is this, this is still not good. I still don't like this at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I wasn't terrified, but I was like, I'm not having fun. Yeah. I'm actively not having fun. Sure. I mean, and you big but, old wiener. But you Someone kept right enough. Sorry. You kept enough composure for your daughter. Oh, yeah. 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 You got to look like a big, tough man, man. No, fuck that. <laughs> I was like, dad daddy's man. scared. <laughs> yeah, see, but that's the way to do it. Explain. Yeah. Explain the situation. 
Well, she knows, like, <laughs> daddy's big scared of those rides, and he's not getting on uh, ever. So, yeah, getting on that was, was for her, like, oh, my God, he's going to get on? And uh, it was... Wasn't fun. I don't know. Oh, she had no fear. She was like, I don't Nothing, have this gene. No, she's I good. don't care. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few things where like, uh, like uh, there was uh, one of the things where it was like the really, really tall slide where you go down on like a potato sack or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> she really wanted to do it and was like all gung ho and then got all the way to the top oh, yeah. and then was like, hey, fuck this. And, uh, you know, I was like, anytime you chicken out of something, I will never judge you. That's a that's a an interesting lesson about perspective and, and, and seeing what the slide looks like from the ground versus what it looks like oh, from the top. Oh yeah. And it looks so different. And that's such a shocking moment as a kid. I remember that. I remember the yeah, same yeah. thing. I've made that climb back down. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, I can do this. That's a slide. That's fine. I walk mm-hmm. up. Oh uh, no, I'm not gonna do like, scary ass. On the way slide. back. Excuse me. Excuse, Excuse me. me. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> not looking anyone in the eye. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Too scared. <laughs> you don't have Can't to say it, though. They know. Can't they know. sleep. Clown will eat me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my pick and plug this week is not the state fair for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, what is your pick and plug? Oh, By I, the way, I didn't. Even, we didn't even mention uh, picks and the, plugs. The, the the end of the show segment, if you will, is picks and plugs. Plugs pretty self explanatory. Okay. But we do like a pick of the week segment. Um, doesn't have to be anything new. Uh, it can be, but it can be uh, movie, music, TV, anything in the sort of pop culture zeitgeist that you've been into lately that you would tell somebody like, hey, check this out. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, type actually, of thing. Yeah. So, uh, My pick this ahead. week, I'll tell you, I'm actually going to go back a couple years in comics and I'm going to recommend uh, the 2021 uh, Becky Cloonan series, <laughs> Batgirls. Uh, and here's why. I was reading an issue of Nightwing this morning. I've talked about Nightwing on the show before, as well as on my own show, OK Geek. Fantastic comic book written by Tom Taylor, uh, and it's just one of the best books on the stands right now. Today, in today's episode, um, Dick Grayson visited the the Batloft where the Batgirls were based out of, talking about Barbara Gordon, uh, uh, Cassidy mm-hmm. Kane, or Ca- Cassidy Kane, that's not right. Cassandra Kane, thank you, and um, uh, Stephanie Brown, the three girls that have uh, worn the title Batgirl over the years. Uh, and Seeing the the Nightwing book tie back into that reminded me just what a great fun book that was. It was uh, written on the idea of the these three heroes setting themselves up in a different part of Gotham so they could focus on different crimes than the other heroes were tackling. Uh, they created some unique villains for them, some unique side characters, some fun recurring jokes and themes. It only runs about 18 issues, so it's a fairly concise book to read. It's got fantastic art by Michael Conrad. The first issue has got some of the worst lettering I've ever seen, but they quickly got their shit together, so it was fixed by issue two. And it's Man, a- that's something I don't know if I've ever like i feel like i've always thought they all looked exactly the same i gotta i'm gonna pull up an example if i can um but the first issue had a instead of the white word balloons they had like kind of like crazy written text on the page Mm. that was very different and it was meant to convey a sense of kind of dynamism and urgency mm-hmm. and it did it was it was it added energy to the book but it was sometimes illegible and it was, I was gonna just say it probably made weird. it really hard to read it was weird because usually a word not in a word bubble is like a, a sound effect or a, yeah. a sort of not a stage direction but a comic book version of that type of thing like, so yeah so good for them for trying something new even better for realizing it didn't work and going back to what <laughs> for, does. yeah for me like we fucked up sorry here's a better one but it's a fun book for sure and i gotta recommend it 
Okay, plugs. I got to talk about the Starlight Comedy Night that's going to be coming up the third Friday of the month here in October. We're moving it to the third Friday for one week, October 20th. I've got a packed lineup featuring Brent Dio, uh, Rachel Keeley, and bringing back Dan Fritchie, who you just saw it on the last episode. Fritchold. So Fritchold is going to be on the show. Super glad to have him. And then, of course, uh, if you are still hearing this uh, this week and you have time uh, and you're not going to Michael Zampino's awesome show, which maybe he'll tell you about here in a minute, come see me at Lowdown with Josh Fadum. I've also got uh, Lacey Rains and Carl Urban. No, not the guy that played McCoy. Someone else named Carl is on that show as well. Going to be a good time. I, actually, I don't know about Carl. Yes. So I'll be at the Skyline on October 7th with... Uh, Brady Leach, Crystal Stone, and Fun E. Uh, also, uh, as seen on Conan, Steve Gillespie. Oh, Gillespie. I think it's Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah, I believe yeah. it's uh, at, the, at the bin, right? Is that? No, no, that's for the Skyline Mansion. Oh, that's oh, cool. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. But I will also be at the. I believe uh, that's Gillespie. Okay. Loon, Looney Bin on the October 8th. On October 8th. Uh, doing some adventures in Resiland with a bunch of. Fun native comedians like Kel Cooper, oh, Dakota great. Six Killer, Brent Dio, nice. uh, Zebediah, No Fire, Keelan Bearpaw, some others. Nice. There's, There's a lot great of that names There's a lineup. huge list. We were blown away. Uh, I've been out of the comedy scene for a little while, and I'm just now getting my toes back in. And uh, I went with Hilton for the, the Looney Bins contest recently, and we were both blown away by how far Brent Dio has come. Brindio is killing it. He yeah. was so incredible. So he was funny. so I just fucking about the good. Show uh, hash hash on the mic. Yeah, Nicola yeah. and uh, uh, Dylan do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, he killed. He was yeah. crushing. You can't make stoners laugh once they're like in that deep of a high, and they just had some stuff like. <laughs> like, just lean back laughs it was so good yeah da- he's, he's come leaps and bounds dakota's another one who you know he we it, it he once he found his voice he just started murdering on stage i could talk about dakota's comedy for hours the yeah. way he can just go up there just stare them down yeah. until they start laughing uncomfortably to where it grows into a real laugh is the most insane thing i've ever like i've seen him like go from like almost not owning a crowd to now just like saying nothing and owning a crowd it's a wild thing he's accomplished. He had a fearlessness on the mic that yeah. I saw so much earlier than so many other comics. It's and it's been great. It's been watched. And then uh, the, the other one, uh, Kel's Coop is uh, is fantastic, and Zebediah No Fire is excellent. Uh, he I've uh, not seen him, but I've seen Kel's. He did his first set at the Starlight a couple months back and absolutely killed it. Mm. He was such a joy to watch on stage. It's such a great lineup. It's going to be a oh, great yeah. show. It's gonna be and fun. it's good to see uh, the native lineups too. I mean. Here's oh, yeah, they're always putting something the, the yeah. one the one way to get around the uh you know a bunch of white guys on a comic lineup is just make your own show yeah. and if and if you're out there make your own show you know if you have to do it make your own show take it yeah uh, Kels and Jordan J are the ones putting yep. this one on and they have been working super they, hard oh like yeah putting on different shows doing different doing things. all like and being the, in different oh, uh, yeah, arenas like for real clothing like clothing yeah. and and uh and art and comedy and yeah and and it's it, really cool it, i feel like at least in the last year the the amount of 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 native themed comedy shows has just kind of like exploded and it's oh, yeah. really neat to see the community just kind of embracing that unity and putting on entertainment and saying like no you, like you said you're not going to see another white male lineup on a show you're going to see people with different stories to tell and and i think that's great it's it's only made the scene more vibrant and you know as someone that books shows and often falls into that pitfall of Oh fuck! I booked three white guys. It's so nice to have better choices, and it's only because of the the thriving of the scene. 
It's too many white guys, huh? We gotta stop it, dude. You know, the other problem is the white guys with the podcast. We gotta put a stop to that, too. I know. Yeah. One of us needs to stop being white. Why? Did, I'm not going this hard into the gay for no reason, buddy. I'm trying to make sure that we are... As, Diversify. Yeah. We're trying to, and if you would just help me out here... Listen, you don't could, go that hard into the gays. Take it easy on them. It's also kind of fun. Uh, but, uh, here's my deal, Mike. If you would just you take don't a... Don't always have to fuck him hard. Take a few shots in the mouth, okay? Just help me out here. Listen, I'm <laughs> 10 years sober. No more shots. Okay, fair enough. Uh, for me... Oh, we need a pick. Oh, I got a pick. Actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's your pick? So uh, I've been... I just finished Legacy of Yang Chin, which okay. is part of the... Avatar: The Last Airbender series. Oh, like, come like a little bit closer if you don't. Cool. Mind. There yeah, we sorry. go. It's part of the Last Airbender uh, series of books, or whatever. They did okay. one on Kyoshi, and this is Yang Shin. So it's like the Airbender before Aang of the series. Oh, cool. So if you're a huge fan of just like the Avatar series, you didn't like the movie. Um, oh, yeah. I would definitely recommend like start reading these books, especially like it's just YA, so they're like twenty bucks, yeah. and they're like nice, easy reads, but they're cool. like have so much depth and it's so much like the original series of like it's still mature like people are dying right. like they're talking about death it's talking about like in the yang chin one there's a lot of diplomacy talk there's a lot of not like in a boring like uh one of the lord of the rings or like game of thrones ways but it's just more <laughs> of like in the like people doing that like cutthroaty shit and it's just like oh. it, but it's so well written even right. for a ya you're like okay this is like you, there's twists and there's turns and it's just like uh i just think the avatar series got really fucked over by the M. Night Shyamalan movie. And yeah. so when anything else that comes out and it's like grade A, I'm like, I have to support this. And I've bought all their books so far and they're all good. Awesome. Yeah, I, I remember a, a few of my friends being super, super, super mad when that movie came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know at the time because I hadn't watched the original show yet, but I have since and I would be pissed too. Yeah. Because that show was so damn good. And they wasted not only in terms of the the building of the characters, but in the casting. I mean, it was just a, a nightmare from start to finish. Was it live action? Oh, yeah. And the series is animated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say to be an inclusive, uh, so the Avatar is canonically uh, lesbian because, like, in their first life, they were in love with a woman. And so, like, they just keep getting reincarnated. Okay. And so, like... Both of those kind of are tackled in both, like in the Kyoshi book, especially. Oh, cool. Because she's like super gay in that one. But Yang Chen is more like business oriented. So they don't really have time for like, which I really like. I like when it's not just like purely. I don't have time for sex. I don't have time for sex. Yeah. It's business. Yeah. <laughs> I, they're also on air no bad. So I don't know if they actually have sex. But mm. um, I like, though, that, you know, this, it wasn't a. The, the plot of the book isn't about them being a lesbian, but that's no. It's just like a very like sidebar like yeah. companion mm -hmm. thing because they always have companions with them that they're always like coming up with, and so it's like oh, will they want them kind of thing. But but it also just teaches you know kids that you know this is just another regular person you know so mm -hmm. whatever if they're dealing with bigotry in their home at the dinner table they've at least got a place where the the characters that they're reading about can be more accepting and hopefully instill some better values. It's yeah. it's it's what the um the opponents of such thinking would call subversive. <laughs> And, and I call it the right way to do things. And they really tackle, like, deep issues. They're, like, like Kyoshi has to struggle with the idea of, like, committing a genocide. And, oh, like, wow. In order oh. Just, like, to save the greater. Like, right, the greater good. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. that whole, like, and it's, like, it's really dark sometimes. Like, there's, like, a torture scene or they, like, talk about a torture scene. And you're, like, okay, I don't want to, like, go this <laughs> too much. Yeah. Like, this YA is getting pretty, uh, pretty, pretty the, great. He's the person who writes it, I don't know his name, sorry, uh, but they are... They're really good at riding around, but still making you picture everything horrible. Mm -hmm. They're like, you. We're not gonna say it because if you have the imagination available to you, sort of like a, it's scarier what you don't see. 
Yeah, that, or like as you get older, you're like, oh, I understand that more now. Was that it by chance? Rise of Kiyoshi? Yeah, right. So there's Rise of Kiyoshi. By F.C. Uh, Yee is the author. Yeah. And, and Michael then, Dante DiMartino. I think it's Rise of Kiyoshi. Uh, oh, we got more. We got yeah, Shadow, Shadow of Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi Dawn the, of Yangchen. And oh. then now the newest one is Legacy of Yangchen. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. And you got, you talked about that. The, 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 the one you read more recently was the, the, what is it, the Rise of Yangchen? The Legacy. The Legacy of Yangchen. All right. Cool. And yeah, and, you know, not expensive, you know, 10, 15 the bucks online. Of oh, yeah. so, so it's more expensive at Barnes & Noble, for sure. As everything is, but is. Yeah. Barnes & Noble is one of those places where, like, especially if you buy stuff that isn't books, you're going to pay such a high markup. Like, their Lego sets are, like, $20 over the standard prices. It's, but you know why? Because they got to stay in business somehow. Because Bezos. Bezos? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Bezos made oh. Barnes & Noble cost too much. I, guess I don't so. know if it is an actual Barnes & Noble exclusive, but they always say Barnes & Noble exclusive on oh. some of them, and they have, like, nice little, like... Uh, paintings or drawings in the back that oh, are like cool. the beautiful artwork of like mm. the characters and stuff that happened. Yeah, I, I love little extra stuff like that. Like on the end credits of The Mandalorian, it's got yeah. those beautiful matte paintings. I went and uh, I think I mentioned a little bit on last week's podcast or the last podcast that I saw Rain Man at the Warren Theater recently for the 35th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And all throughout that movie, um, um, uh, what's his name? Um, I've been uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman is taking photos with a, with a little camera. And all of a sudden during the credits, Photos start appearing on screen, and at first I'm like, "Well, what is that? And why? Photos why took. is it a shot of a yield sign? You know, and yeah. it was. It's the photos that Raymond took throughout the film. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, about halfway through the credits, we were finally like, "Okay, these are getting a little boring. Let's just go." But at first, they were kind of impactful, and it really kind of helped, you know, set the stage for like what it helped tell the story of what Raymond found interesting, and it just added kind of color and depth to the character. And it was a, it was a nice touch for a movie that that took mental health challenges and handled it so well. This was a nice touch at the end. Cool. Can I do my plugs now? No. Yeah. no. It's been a good show. Thanks for being on, Natasha. Glad oh, to have you. you. I actually have to get out of here. <laughs> Take it from me. I love you. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. That just makes me happy every time I hear it. It is great. Um, so is that all of them? Yep, like that's it. it. Okay. That's it. We're good. Uh, no, I've only got the one. Uh, if you're listening to this as it comes out, come see me tomorrow night, the 29th, at the Spotlight Theater with yeah. Evan Hughes and friends. It's going to be a good time. Uh, TulsaSpotlightTheater.com. You could, should still be able to get some advanced tickets if you get them right now. Yeah. Um, and then uh, if not, tickets are $10 at the door. Um, and then, of course, uh, for a pick, uh, we were listening to a little uh, defunct band that's no longer around anymore. Uh, before we uh, started the show, a little band called Riddle of Steel. Okay, uh, they that's were a, a, a little three piece out of, I believe, St. Louis uh, that did three albums. Um, really, really cool stuff. Really busy guitar work that uh, uh, definitely sounds like there's more than one person playing. Uh, really impressive stuff. Uh, the uh, the album we were listening to was called Got This Feeling. Okay. Uh, so check out some Riddle of Steel on, on Spotify or wherever. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, October 7th at the Skyline Mansion and October 8th at the Looney Bin. Go see Natasha Ferdinand. Both great venues, too. That Skyline Mansion is such an awesome place. And, yes. and the Looney Bin, of course, has just been killing it lately. Uh, any specific handles uh, on socials you want people to follow you at? Uh, on TikTok, I am just at Natasha Ferdinand, but instead of Ferdinand, it's Ferdid. And it's 
just a D instead of an N after the I, so that's too complicated. You don't <laughs> for Dan. Just search. You'll it was find fine it. when I typed it in, and I was like, this is funny and just not quite my name, but then I, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's bad. But uh, Instagram, it's uh, also complicated, so I really have to work on my image at the moment. <laughs> it's all right. It's, co- all right. it's always a work in progress. We got uh, the Skyline on the 7th and the Looney Bin on the 8th. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, be fun. And yeah, we'll have you back soon. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys for having me. This was really fun. It is Good. super Thanks fun. For doing it. Thank you. Expect, but yeah, sorry to make you watch that Taika Waititi trailer before you meant to. Oh, oh, good. God damn it, Hilton! You've done it again. Damn it! Take it from me, I love you. <laughs>